You're listening to Not the Sermon with Eric and Jamie. It's going to be a giggly episode. Giggly episode. Sounds like the Pink Floyd song where the crazy guy giggles. <laughs> What's going on, Sermonauts? We are so glad. Dude, you left me no room to cut oh. into that. Oh, my bad. I thought we were going to include the giggle. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Might as well just keep it going and keep this whole part in. What's going on, Sermonauts? We are so glad you are listening. You know, I've heard via uh, Apple reviews that we are making Mondays great again, Jamie. Oh, yeah. We need a red ball cap that says that and... We will not get beat up. Or we don't. We just don't need that. Um, <laughs> what's going on, Jamie? New year, new me? How new we doing? New year, new me. I am the same me. Uh, same, yeah. Nothing has changed. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. At this point, we have started our 21-day uh, fast at the church, Let's and um, I'm loving it. Yay, Jesus. Yep, yep me too. I'm uh, I'm fasting. As I said last episode, I'm fasting underwear for <laughs> the uh, month of January, and it's it's very freeing. I understand why they talk about fasting. such a good thing. Yeah, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. It's really good. Um. I, no, I did. This is cool. My oldest son got married. Oh, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Woo. Yeah, he got married the very very end of December and, and um completely stole my Christmas holiday from me. And how are you doing with uh, that, Papa Bear? <laughs> I know I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm really really proud He's of him. Misty I love right now, I yeah. love his bride. Yeah. She's wonderful. She's and really um sweet. yeah, and so yeah, it's good. I mean it's it's weird. It's weird to have a son that's married. Yeah. Which that just means that I'm old. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's okay. It's cool. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Good stuff. Gonna... How about you, man? What are you What are you doing? I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I had two really cool things happen to me this past week. I wanted to share with our listeners. The first one is I won uh, fifteen dollars on a scratch off, <laughs> um, which you know, take it or leave it. We may have lost some listeners there, but you know, I was in the store. I had two crispy one dollar bills in my pocket. Were you buying some Swisher sweets? No, I was just buying some gas. And I, but I had I had two one dollar bills burning a hole in my pocket. And I never buy lottery tickets because mm-hmm. I never win. Mm. I've I maybe have. Wait, how do you know if you never win if you never buy? That's exactly what the lottery says. <laughs> um, so I, I like I'll buy one like every two years, and this is going to be weird. And I want everybody to like just hear me. But like I kind of felt like. I kind of felt Did like God the, tell you I kind of felt like the Lord told me to. <laughs> I was standing in line and I never buy lottery ticket. Like I never even have a, an urge to. And I just kind of like the same feeling that I get when I have like like maybe a word of knowledge for someone. I kind of got about buying lottery tickets. <laughs> and uh, I mean, take this or leave it. But uh, anyways, yeah. So I had two bucks and I uh, I was gonna get the jumbo bucks, but uh, something kind of <laughs> kind of told me to not do that. Oh, and so I gosh. get I get the ten times. And uh, I buy it. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, my my uh, my scratchers know. Um, and uh, <laughs> I scratch that dude off, and I, I won 15 bucks. Well, technically 13 because I paid two dollars for it. But uh, I go up there, and the guy's like, uh, "No, no ticket." And I'm like, "No, brother, give me the cash." So I bought my. Or some would say the Lord bought me lunch. I don't know. <laughs> you didn't buy some like Colt 45s and a pack of cigarettes no, with it. Not yet. Not yet. I'm not going to push my boundaries on this so one. So had you given like a dollar and thirty cents to the church, and this was your hundredfold return? Yeah, this was my hundredfold return, <laughs> dude. Um, you know, we 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 really uh, believe in the power of giving. Uh, we don't necessarily think it comes through uh, lottery tickets, but hey, it happened. Hey, so no, okay, for so we're not in like any of our segments yet or anything, but sure. like, I mean, what is the uh, like? Is it okay for Christians? Because it's essentially gambling. Yeah, to buy lottery tickets. So, I mean, I know there's Old Testament passages about that that kind of warn against gambling. Thou shalt not play lotto. Yeah, I don't think it says that. It doesn't say anything about scratch-off, guys. Um, but no. 
Yeah, I think there's Old Testament. Jesus bounce. never mentioned scratch offs. No, that means it's all good. It's all good. Uh, the disciples casted lots. Any, oh, which that's is like true. One letter away from lotto. Technically gambling. <laughs> it, is, it is. So uh, yeah, so I, I think there's warnings about it. I, there's obviously wisdom about you know money and handling your finances. Yeah, I don't time. think it's the rule. What I did was not the rule. Right, 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 right. <laughs> that was a that was an odd exception. That was an odd exception. So listen, so. sermonots, do not we do not endorse gambling and we do not endorse buying lottery tickets unless the Lord tells you to. If the Lord tells you to. <laughs> but uh, what but what would have happened if you felt that? Think you know what? I kind of feel like the Lord might be telling me to buy, and then you didn't. Like, would you have said it would have eaten me alive? Yeah, it's one of dude. That's what was so weird about it because there are times when I feel like the Lord tells me to pray for someone, and when I don't do it, I feel that oh, yeah. I missed. And so I kind of was like, this feels similar to that. Yeah, but, but what it was, if it was two dollars? But what if you would have played and not won? That's another good question. Maybe the Lord thought I was going to buy drugs with that two dollars and wanted it to get out of my hands. I'm he just sure. didn't trust you. Yeah, He's didn't humble. He you. didn't. Yeah, he didn't trust. Yeah, the Lord was humbling me. Speaking of not trusting, you had a recent thing happening in the Walmart parking yeah, lot. So the second cool thing that happened to me. Uh, this is so cool. Outside of uh, winning fifteen bucks on a scratch off, it's, be- it's a beautiful moment. Um, I was ass- or almost assaulted in the Walmart parking lot mm, at night. Beautiful. Um, which wouldn't be my first time. Actually. What a wonderful world. Uh, yeah. So I, uh, you know, one of the things that we do here to raise money is we sell fireworks. Don't ask me questions. We being the youth group. Yeah, the youth group. And uh, this year our young adults was doing it. So I, the, the the inspector called me at like 830, long story short, and was like, hey, I've, I have to inspect this stand. I don't care if you're closed. You got to get out there and open it up. So I was like, okay, yep, don't have a choice. And so I get out there and I'm waiting for uh, our young adults director to help me open up. And there's a group of uh, ruffians, hooligans. Hmm. Um, hanging out around the stand as they usually do. Wait, okay, hold on. What's the difference between a ruffian and a hooligan? I, I think there was both there. Okay, hooligans I, drool more. I, I, no, I think hooligans drink Mike's Hard Lemonade and, and ruffians <laughs> uh, do drugs. Okay, and they were doing both in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> what about horn swagglers? Horn swagglers. I didn't see any horn swagglers. Okay. Um, okay. Those are the ones you got to watch out for. They're okay. sneaky. Yeah. Um, well, because of the horns. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I was. More, I'm more concerned about the swaggling. Mm, um, you don't want to be swaggled. I've been, I've been swaggled before. It's mm. not comfortable. Yeah, especially not with a horn. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I pull up and they're they're like really they're like parked all on top of the stand and I was like, are they robbing it? Maybe not. Maybe they're not that dumb. Maybe they are. I'm just gonna sit and wait until uh, my friend gets here to help me open. And uh, it's like an episode of Jerry Springer on site. They're screaming at each other. Someone is yelling obscenities into a phone. Oh my gosh! Um, and I'm just sitting back and watching. And I'm like, I've got a free show. Um, God bless America. And uh, uh, before long, they start getting disgruntled towards me in my vehicle. Um, and a guy, Just because you're there in their presence? I guess so. Um, and so a guy goes and gets a 36-inch sledgehammer what? out of the back of his truck and uh, begins to approach my truck, what? Um, screaming, again, select obscenities, challenging me to a duel. Um, <laughs> Did he re- slap you with a white glove? No, no, I was in my truck. I was locked in my truck. Um, Smart move. And then he gets uh, up to the hood. Of my, he's like threatening, kind of swinging at the hood of my truck, and all of his friends scatter, and I'm like, great, he's about to smash my hood and then run. So I call the police, and uh, before anything can ha- really happen, uh, he slings the sledgehammer across the parking lot and starts walking back to his uh uh, the buffoonery happening behind what, him. What did you say to the police? I said, uh, hey, I'm in the Walmart parking lot and there's a guy with a sledgehammer trying to hit me and I don't know why. 
I, was, and I don't know why. You had to, you had to add that. Well, For the record, were, I do like, not deserve a sledgehammer. Like, do I know him? Do is, right. Am I involved in the altercation? No, I don't know why he's coming at me with a sledgehammer. Um, he was huge, too. And anyways, as wow. soon as he starts walking away, I tell the operator, I said, I think they're leaving. I don't think you'll be here by the time they, they spin off. Um, and they were like, well, do you want us to come? And I'm like, I'll call you back if, if you need to come back out. And so by that time, my friend gets there. He doesn't know what's going on. Just gets right out of his car. He's our young adults leader. Yeah. Young adults leader starts walking up to the, the stand to unlock it. And they go up and start talking to him. And I see they're laughing. And I'm like, does, does my friend know these guys? Like what the heck is going on? So I get out and then the guy with the sledgehammer comes up to me and he's like this big shirtless burly fella. (laughs) He's no shirt on. And he goes, man, I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. He really doesn't have a shirt yeah, on? Yeah, there's no shirt. He didn't have a shirt on. That's hilarious. Yes. It's the Walmart parking lot, Jamie. People yeah, don't you, wear shirts. Why do you need a shirt in the it middle of winter? It was cold, though, right? Yeah, it was freezing. Um, oh, my gosh. But you don't think about that when you're doing meth. Um, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, so he comes up to me, and he's like, man, I'm so sorry. Man, I'm so, some guy was talking about my son, and you don't talk about my son. And he said he was in a red Dodge, and I saw your red Dodge, man, and I just, I lost it, man, I'm so sorry. And I was like, yeah, dude, well, I was on the phone with the police, and he was like, no. Are they coming? And I was like, no, I told him not to. Man, thank you, dude. Man, I'm so sorry. And then he went to shake my hand, and I throw, I put out my right hand. He was like, oh, that hand don't work. And then he gave me, my, gave me his left hand. <laughs> Apparently his right hand didn't work. And, uh, yeah, the situation uh, ended peacefully. But uh, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that was it was odd. I, I had a I was a bit jazzed up when I got home. I bet. The adrenaline would be flowing from your... Uh... Yeah, from You're, my toes. <laughs> from adrenaline flowing from my toes. From from the ruffians. Yeah, the the uh, yeah the crazy people. And then how does how is the Lord in that? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. The the angel. <laughs> he, he definitely protected me from uh, getting a sledgehammer to the face. Maybe it was an angel. Yeah, because he said, "Do not be afraid." You know. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. If that was an angel, I no wonder people were afraid. It's like you got <laughs> meth, all... you got meth head Dave running up to you with a sledgehammer. <laughs> they were all shirtless and hairy with sledgehammers. Yeah. So yeah. everybody was well. There's probably the there's probably I would say four teeth between the eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think they share. Uh, I, can you chew this for me? <laughs> hey, it's my turn with the incisor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that was my time. So while you were uh, enjoying a wedding. Um, uh, after the fact, I was getting attacked by uh, rednecks. Accosted yeah. by hooligans. Accosted by ruffian hooligans. Wow. Hornswogglers. Well, so, yeah. Glad you're okay, bro. All right, guys. So, next, we're going to do a segment we like to call Weird Worship. This is where. We talk about worship, so integral to a Christian's life, but sometimes it can get a little weird. Yep. Weird worship is where we talk about mama God, not daddy God. <laughs> Dude, there have been some, there have been some, uh, some, uh, I think last Mother's Day, there was a, a church, there's a video going around where the church prayed to the Almighty Mother, yeah. Mother God. It's like, why? <sighs> well, yeah. actually, that's not too far from today's topic. Um, I, uh, wanted to bring up some lyrics to you, Eric. Okay. Now this is, I mentioned on our music episode, this band Gunger, uh, Gunger is incredible musically. Yeah. Over time, they've gotten more and more progressive sure. into where I don't even know if they're, they're considered Christian. I, I think he doesn't t- claim I, it anymore. I was about to say, well, he's, he's kind of switching his tune a little bit, but there was a time where he walked away, did not consider himself a Christian. Now he considers himself 
like a seeker. Like what do you call what do you call himself? An apophatic apophatic mystic. Mystic, yeah. yeah. Which is just another term for I did too many edibles <laughs> before I wrote this Twitter post. So yeah. So and he's been he actually got in trouble for a um uh, uh, like a Twitter post where he's a tweet where he said, uh, like he kept saying like everything is holy or everything is Jesus. And it just kind of yeah. really made waves. And so, yeah, including murderers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everything is Je- murder is Jesus. Yeah, okay, murder, great. murder is beauty. Great. So, uh, so I wanted to bring up this lyric and I wanted to kind of talk about where it goes off the rails. Cause it doesn't start. Okay. It's, it's, and it's kind of subtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think it's important that, you know, listeners that we pay attention to the lyrics of the worship songs that we sing, right. And make sure that they're actual worship songs and they're actually, uh, um, you know, doctrinally correct and all that good stuff. So, so this is a Gunger song. This is a Gunger okay. song. It's off the latest album and it's called Holy Times Five. Mm-hmm. Now let me give credit. It's a pretty sweet name. It's a sweet name. And it is a gorgeous song. Yeah. Like, let me just give credit where credit is due. This song is absolutely beautiful. 10 out of 10. Is it beautiful times five? Uh, times, well, times five plus 10 oh, let's divided by negative 12. To the second power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love and that. then, but you got to carry the one. Yeah. I'm getting so, chill bumps right Okay, now. cool. Um, so here are the lyrics. Holy times five. It says, holy, 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 holy. Five times. Five right? times. Okay, there we go. Everything is shimmering with glory. Holy, 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 here and now. Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Everything's fine, right? The whole earth is filled with the glory of God. So we know that kind of stuff. Repeats that. Then, you know, this is interesting. Now, I don't want to condemn this guy, okay? I am not an anti-preacher. I am pro-preacher. Well, then don't, Jamie. Even people who, well, but it's important to the... It's important to understand the lyric. So Israel Houghton, I think it's pronounced Houghton. Houghton, Houghton. Um, he used to be the worship leader at, at Lakewood Church That's, uh, in Houston, Joel Osteen's Joel church. Okay. And was an- Joel? Uh, Joel. Joel. Hold on, hold on. Let me channel my Joel. <laughs> oh my. Wow. And it's just a good day. The Bible. <laughs> this is my Bible. I can do what it says I can do. And I am who it says that I am. Okay, Hallelujah. So to do okay. a Joel Osteen, you gotta, you, you gotta, it's got, it's gotta be real nice. It's okay. gotta be, it, you can't take a breath. You can't stop. You gotta, you gotta keep going. You gotta no matter if it makes out. sense. Poke your teeth out. And then you have to blink a lot. So yeah. you, you gotta keep blinking while you're talking. Yeah. So anyway. Your best Joel now. Um, so Israel Houghton sings this part. Yeah. Now it just, and I'm not, again, I'm not trying to give this guy a hard time, but he, it's, it's public knowledge. He had an affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he and he got divorced from his wife. And See, he, I I didn't know all that. Yeah, okay. I did not know all that. Israel that's, or that's, Israel? Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, Joel. Not, not Joel. Joel. Every everyone. No, no, I thought, everyone's oh. clobbering Joel, and Joel's sitting there like nary a scandal like, with his marriage. And, like, I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna defend. I'm not gonna like, but I mean. I mean, you nothing really. Yet yeah. Giving you, I mean, anyway. you're like, oh, buddy's cars. Maybe we can give a a, a segment to Joel one time. We talk should. About it. That would be a good segment. Um, I get asked about him all the time. Well, he's he's very uh, he's he's his own gray area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he, back to weird worship. It says they said I was broken, unholy in my sin, so I hid in the garden, hardened and masked. Then my eyes were opened. You called me forgiven. I was never broken, only ever loved as is. Okay. So, all right. I like the idea. Great rhyming scheme. A great rhyming scheme. <laughs> and, and the melody is just gorgeous. Yeah. But, but uh, so where they lose me here, I get it. They said I was broken, unholy, so I hid. Yeah, that's what we do. Then my eyes were open. You call me forgiven. We're good. I was never broken. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that's the beginning of the gospel. Yeah. I mean, the good news gospel starts out with bad news that yeah. we need a savior. All of that sin we, we and fall short of the glory of God. broken. Yeah. Right. And since I was never broken, only ever loved as is. Okay. Yeah. God loves you completely unconditionally, but his love doesn't mean that everything's okay with your behavior. Sure. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's where it gets a little weird. Then this is where it goes off the rails. It says all of life is holy. But all of life can't be holy. Yeah. Every kind of body, there is nothing missing, unseen, lost, unloved. Holy, 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 God sings to her babies, which I don't mind. You know, it's kind of like a mother hen or whatever. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mind I told the you her. Guys, mother God, here we go. I don't, yeah, well, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I have made you worthy by loving everything as is. And, and again, the problem with that is, is the idea that God's love, um, God's unconditional love is is equal to God's condoning and being okay with our sin nature. Sure. It, that's not what the Bible teaches. Yeah. And and in case someone thinks, well, he's interpreting this wrong, on YouTube, if you go, there's a there's a live version, a live acoustic version of, of Holy Times 5. And this is what, it's on the Gonger page, and this is what was written. It says, one of the most overtly churchy moments of the new record is this little refrain that uses the word holy. That word used to feel like an exclusionary word for me. Like a comparison word, this noun is more elevated or holy than that one. But now I see the concept of holiness more like a descriptor of the fundamental livingness that can be experienced in any moment through anything. I like how you what? can just write add ness to a word. <laughs> livingness. It, yeah. Oh, it's capitalized too. Yeah. Yeah. Livingness is capital L. Ness, yeah. Well, holy literally means set apart. Exactly. So. It literally means different. It means, hey, hold on. Holy means otherness. Well, it's like I used to think holy meant. Exclusionary by definition, it is, yeah. is exclusive. Like it means other than it means it means uh, set apart, uh, different than. <laughs> it is exclusionary, yeah. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Exclusionary, but not unattainable. And that's like I think he's conflating holiness with the, like impossibility. Like it's impossible, you know. And but I don't think that's what the gospel teaches. I think the gospel teaches us that it is possible through Christ to live a life of holiness, otherness. And it's almost like he's using the word holiness and beauty interchangeably. Right. But and, and holiness can be beautiful, but they're two different things. And, and well, ho- everything that's beautiful is not holy, but everything that's holy is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But but yeah, you can't. And again, this goes back to when we mentioned this when we were talking about progressive Christianity, the redefining of words. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just redefine holy. Yeah. And say that it means something other than what it actually means. And I mean, forget like the Koine Greek. I mean, we're talking about the word, the understanding of holy, you know, in our, you know, cultural context today. Yeah. So anyway, I, I just, I wanted to, bring, I thought, I thought you might have some good thoughts on that. It's definitely, and again, my, my friends are going to, I have, I have a lot of progressive friends and I love that because I, I, you know, spent some, spent some time dabbling in it. Um, but there is an issue and to me, there's an issue with an understanding of the justice of God. Mm-hmm. Like when you claim that, like when you claim that everything is, you know, okay, the way that it is, and you're just beautiful. I, I get what you, he's doing. He's reaching out to the people that feel marginalized because of certain things. Sure. Right? Or they feel like 
they're unlovable. And that's just not true. No right. matter where you're at. I mean, the gospel is a gospel of grace and love and God meets you exactly where you are. But that doesn't mean that God is okay with the thing that's tearing you apart. That's right. That's not justice. Justice doesn't say for the thing that is pillaging your spirit, I'm just going to be okay with both of those things. Right, right. No, the justice of God says that all things harmful are going to be dealt with that's one right. day. That's right. That's that's the gospel as well. The gospel isn't just God meeting you where you are. The gospel is also God making right all things that has harmed that have harmed his creation. What would a good father do if they walked in on uh, their teenage daughter cutting themselves? Yeah. Like they would stop them. Yeah. Why? Because they're mean or legalistic? No. Or would they just say, you know what? Keep cutting yourself. It's okay. It's beautiful. Yeah. In its definitely. own way. No, it's awful. It's hurting you. I'm There's probably people arguing that at this point. And and so <laughs> so uh, so yeah, I mean that, that again, you, you, we just have to be really careful that in our cuz I agree, let's reach out to the lost. Let's like we don't condemn people, but we can't say that harmful behavior is okay because it, yeah. it hurts. And guess who, God, like God's not necessarily even blaming you for that harmful behavior because it's almost like this picture of, you know, like use the self-harm, you know, imagery there, like of God being mad at that person for doing that. Like that's not the heart of God either. Like right. God is mad at the system and the things and the people that have caused you to do that. That's right. And he wants to lift you out of that. He doesn't want to rubber stamp that behavior. He that's wants right. to show you what what true divine peace and holiness is. And and holiness is more than just behavior modification too. That's right. Like that's the other false, um, you know, conflation that he's making there. Like holiness isn't just right behavior. It, it Holiness is beauty. Holiness is wholeness. Holiness is shalom. Right. It's an all-encompassing word that includes behavior, but that's not all that it is. And so, you know, and there's a lot of issues because, you know, the holiness movement, you know, like sort of the Pentecostal holiness movement yeah. has kind of shaped the way that evangelicalism right. has has dealt with the idea of holiness. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think, yeah, he's he's flipped the script on what holiness is. It's a redefinition of terms and it's, and it's dangerous. It's right. dangerous to your heart because it's go, like you are going to use that to justify doing things that hurt you. Right. And then you put it with a beautiful song. Yeah, with with excellent production, instrumentation, melodies, a, a well known singer, and now it's out there. And I mean, the song, um, you know, will just be going in my head every once in a while, yeah. uh, and I can redirect it towards the Lord. But it's just, it can be, it can be a little dangerous. Yeah, no, it's it's, and it also, and I don't want to get too far into this because I think atonement theories need their own. Oh yeah, we need to do an atonement theory episode. Yeah, dude, we can do that. So look forward to that. But yeah, I'll, I mean, this is it's 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 Christian progressivism. It's, I think, a, an incomplete picture of what Jesus' atonement is. It's an overemphasis on ourselves. Right. I think we talked about that in our yeah, progressive humanism. Christianity yeah. talk where, you know, this kind of talk like really overemphasizes our importance in the equation. It doesn't like, I'm not taking away our importance because we're important to the heart of God, but it, it removes Jesus. Are you though? Yeah. Like, yeah, I am. <laughs> Let's just all be universalists. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I definitely, I have some of the same issues with that. And I think you just... You know, I think you have to be careful, uh, but I don't want to knock people because, again, being in places where there was a time where that that music probably would have really spoken my heart. Yeah, I think what he's he's speaking to a real feeling. Yeah, but he's approaching it the wrong way. He's speaking to people that feel wounded, hurt, broken, and unlovable. Right. Um. But he's telling them, you know, he's kind of telling them the wrong thing. He's telling wrapped in the right thing, like God loves you, but he doesn't like that. God is love, and and God 
um, has provided a way for us to be free from sin, uh, and we can be holy in the way that he is holy, set apart, other than different than the world culture. And that's good news. That's what we really want. We don't want to be um, just accepted while we're playing down in the mud. We want to be cleaned up yeah. and we want to be loved and taken care of. And that's what God actually does. Yeah. All right, Sermonauts, we're going to introduce a really cool new segment brought to you by you, our listeners. Hey. Uh, there's something that you probably, you may have gleaned from about me and Jamie, but maybe not. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, we love memes. Yeah. We're time. like, that's one of the things that brought me and Jamie like super close, like early on in our relationship is our love of dank meme. Yep. Um, and so uh, we're in a couple meme groups together. Um, sometimes it's, you know, it's kind of dangerous cause I don't know what group I'm sending what to. Um, so I have to really be careful with that, but we we're in meme groups. And, uh, recently someone, one of our listeners actually sent us a meme on Instagram. They thought that we might enjoy that. So we appreciate that. Uh, as a listener, I think from Canada. So it was really cool. Hey, and, Canada, uh, eh? Canada, eh? And so he sent us a meme and, uh, he doesn't know this, but we're going to play this meme on the podcast and just do a live react. And so in the future, if you guys come across a funny meme, Christian meme, send it to us, uh, at not the sermon on Instagram. And if we think it's funny, we'll do a meme segment with it. So, uh, uh, Jamie, give us a quick rundown on what's going on on the meme. Cause the audio is going to be a uh, little sketchy, possibly. Yeah, it says so. It's a someone got a Gen Z Bible for their twenty-year-old daughter, uh, and her friend found it, and she's reading the announcement of the birth of Christ. Okay, in the Gen Z in Gen Z language language, and so here, here it is. Okay, Mary was a pick me girl for God and was simping for him in prayer. <laughs> When the angel Gabriel appeared to her and said, Ayo, you're a real one, and the top G, the top G is feeling you. Top G. But she thought his compliment was sus and gave him the side eye. <laughs> so he said, Baby girl, chill. God, God sent me to tell you you've passed his vibe check. Yeah, the vibe so check. He wants you to have the main character. You'd name him Jesus. And they will say, he's him. The one prophesied in the divine dad lore. Learn how to read. <laughs> whose solos all and whose crushing it never ends. His crushing it never ends. <laughs> like that. That's good. All his ops and his kingdom will go hard forever. <laughs> she said, how can this be? Since I promised him my body count will always be zero. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> he said... This ain't about cuffing season. For the Holy Spirit will live rent free in you, and your boy Jesus will be a divine bro. Besides, your cousin Elizabeth is with child, who is already older than a boomer, and <laughs> is way past his beekeeping age. So Mary said that, that and Gabriel left her on red, and she let the Holy Spirit cook. <laughs> That's that's awesome. So, that's Jamie, really good. I think you might be a little bit past your beekeeping age. I think I think I definitely am. <laughs> Dude, and the other thing, a, a creative way to say that you're a virgin. I'm just trying to keep my body count low. Yeah, down. yeah. My yeah. body count so zero. The thing. I was okay. First of all, that was really creative. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> now, is the whole? I'm curious. Is the whole New Testament? I would have to think, or just parts of it, because that would be a lot of work. The Old Testament, so bare minimum, I would think New Testament. And I was a little disappointed that Riz didn't make it. Yeah, yeah. Well, this, I mean, Riz is it's, like it's a, a newer order. development. Now, okay, Riz is a newer development. 
Um, so thoughts on this as a as a youth pastor? This is hilarious. The funniest thing to me, though, is like everything, like when someone's speaking a different vernacular, almost everything sounds inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. you ever like listen to that yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know what that means, you know? And I've been totally guilty of picking up on a phrase um, in youth and then just yelling it only to find out it's wildly inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> so, done that a couple times, yeah. a couple different phrases. But yeah, th- nice. that was that's that's that was funny. I yeah, enjoyed it. Really, really funny. It, it made me think of a lot of the the paraphrases and other translations that are coming out now. I, I mean, mean, that like, was basically the tran- the passion, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the passion translation. Um, well, like the message was done by Eugene Peterson. Mm-hmm. And he was God teaching he was teaching the Bible to some guys that weren't religious, that didn't grow up in church, and he wanted to use common American vernacular. I've heard people say that the message is the Bible in American, not yeah. in English, yeah, but in American. Much. And and he uses, you know, idioms and turns of phrases that we use because the Bible, listener, if you don't know this, the New and the Old Testament, it is chock full with idioms and Hebraisms, which are phrases yeah. that Hebrews used that made sense to them. Yeah, like they had their own version of Ohio Riz Skibbity Toilet. That kind of stuff. <laughs> or or even 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 things like, you know, we will say if it's raining really hard, we'll say it's raining cats and dogs. Yeah. Well, like imagine 2,000 years. You know, I write in my journal, man, it was really raining cats and dogs to, today. Yeah. 2,000 years later, someone finds it. They're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Back then, they would have a pet apocalypse. Yeah. Where cats and dogs <laughs> would fall from the sky. We're yeah. going to create our own new denomination because if God yeah. said it, we believe it. And then Literally. they would eat them. <laughs> I mean, Wait, so so we use these, these phrases like, for instance, you've heard someone say, you know, like Phoenix has a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not literal. If Phoenix's heart was made of gold, he, he, would, dead. he, he, would, die. he would die instantly. Right. Yeah. We mean that that person's kind. So the Bible's filled with mm-hmm. those kinds of phrases. And a good translator is going to be able to. Um, not only translate the words, but, but kind of give the, the meaning, it, yeah, the meaning, and the idiom. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so I, I like the idea of making it accessible. I feel like that's a little. Yes. Yeah, so no, but no Gen Zer that I know actually talks literally like, like they'll drop. It's too much. A lot of words they just drop ironically. Yeah. Because they're in there, but yeah, that, it was a little too much. But that was hilarious. And like, like I said on on Wednesday nights in youth, that's basically what you hear. Like, <laughs> get off me, dog, skibbity toilet, my guy. And I'm like, what? And he's like, he says it's nice to meet you. And I'm like, oh, okay, that was nice to meet you too, James. Um, so yeah, we we love memes. Send, yeah. us, send us your memes. If, send us your memes, and if uh, we feel like they're worthy, we will uh, put them on the podcast and talk about worthy? it. Are they Or are they holy? Mm. Do they have to be holy? Well, you know, it doesn't really matter what holy means anymore, so whatever. Yeah, yeah just send us whatever. Hey, dude, that man, that, that spaghetti was so holy, dog. Oh, so holy. Yo, that's, that's like a new, uh, a new uh, Gen Z word. We'll start our own Gen, our own sermonaut language. Bro, you're looking holy today, my guy. Bro, thanks, my guy. I am feeling a little bit holy. Man, you're looking like a little Jehoshaphat over there. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that means. All right, listener. All right. All right. Welcome okay. back to the... Okay. To uh, the Not the Sermon Top 20. <laughs> Coming at you live. Number one, Michael Gunger with Holy Times 5. <laughs> Wouldn't um, that be number five? Number five. <laughs> number five. Um, so we're uh, getting ready for a little bit of shady theology. Ooh. Give me the note. There, yeah, I think you just got shady. 
Shady Theology. All right. That was bad. That was was rough. So, so Phoenix, you went like the octave. You're like, ah, so it should be, ah, so you'd be, ah. Are you with me? That vocal fry was intense. Ah! <laughs> Smashing pumpkins. And it could again. be that uh, we did a very bad job on that because we took a couple of edible. Not really. We're going to be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want people to think I'm serious. Um, we're going to be talking about <laughs> marijuana. Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Marijuana. Weed. Weed. The devil's Weed. lettuce. The zaza. Pot. That's what the kids. That's Gen Z language. We're going to be talking about the zaza. Zaza. Huh. Um. And so this is an interesting one because uh, there's not a huge theological framework specifically for marijuana. It doesn't mean that we don't have some biblical ethics to help guide us around the issue, but uh, marijuana has really been increasing in popularity. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of always kind of been popular. Um, you know, kind of broke out in this you know fifties and sixties. Back then, it was called a reefer. Reefer. Um, Grass. Mary Jane. Um, and so, but yeah, specifically now there's been a lot of legislation in the United States. If you're, you know, not familiar with that in the United States, a lot of states are pushing to legalize it on a state level. Um, it's still not legal on a federal level, but, um, certain states and, uh, you know, a lot of them, I'm not sure how many now, um, but most, yeah, most states are, are pushing, are already have a legalization or they're pushing even in our home state of Georgia, um, there's almost every cycle some sort of bill. I don't think it's legal here yet, but um, no. Well, what they're doing now is well, like Florida did med- medical marijuana, yeah, uh, and so it's still illegal in Georgia for medical reasons as well. But now they've got these, like they call it diet weed, yeah, like Delta Eight, yeah, diet weed, and these <laughs> these these things, <laughs> and go. and and you can just go anywhere and buy them now. Yeah. You, you can buy it at convenience little, stores, w- little weed zero, and it's it's like just it's. <laughs> Because there's like a farm bill that was passed, and um, so anything that's derived from hemp is okay to sell, yeah. as long as it doesn't have a certain amount of like THC. the THC nine. Yeah. So what they do is they they chemically alter it where it's not the exact same, and then they yeah. sell it. You know. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm questioning your priorities if you're buying that from a convenience store. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Bob, stick I don't with think, lotto tickets, like uh, Eric. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think Bob <laughs> at the Quick Stop has your health in mind as he's selling you this mysterious. But bottle. what if the Lord tells him? To to, Eric, you know that's a tough one. We'll, we'll just get to that when we get there. Um, so yeah, marijuana. The other thing I'm noticing is I have talked to um, I've talked to Christians that maybe they're not like smoking marijuana regularly, but edibles are a lot more um, yeah. popular than they used to be. Uh, no, I know a lot of people um, that you know sort of take edibles like someone would a glass of wine or something to unwind at the end of the day or, yeah. so like let's talk about that let's try to create a moral ethic you know I think uh, popular culture is telling us that marijuana is normal it's regular should be fully legalized um, obviously there's people and the more Christian conservative side that are like you know it's murdering our children um so Jamie. Mm. Guide us on this this uh, this issue. Mm. Well, okay. A couple thoughts. First of all, if it's illegal, a Christian shouldn't do it, right? Okay. I mean, I, I'm, there obviously there are exceptions to that. What if reading your Bible's illegal, I Jamie? Know, what exactly, if reading your Bible? As long as it's a moral law, uh, yeah. it is a moral law, not immoral, a moral law. Um, <laughs> then, then yeah, then they should follow it. Yeah. Um, 
And so, like for us, you know, smoking weed, um, not some of these alternatives, but smoking weed is still illegal where we live. Yeah. Um, and and so that that's to be considered. Now, the verse that everyone uses in Genesis, it says that that God has given every herb, every plant. Um, I've, I've got it here. I can read it. Oh, yeah. Read it, read it. Read it. Read it. All right. So uh, it's uh, Genesis 129. I give you every seed. Hold on. The Bible says, <laughs> I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth, dude. Yeah, man. Bruh. And every tree has fruit with seed in it. Stop dude. there. No, I keep reading, dog. Oh, oh, no, I never get past that part. I usually fall asleep. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. The last part of that verse. <laughs> they will be yours for food. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to eat me some marijuana. Yeah, well, some people do. <laughs> edible. <laughs> Could you, yeah, that's true. Could edible. edible. So yeah. are edibles okay and not the smoke? I think so. I think you're good, right? <laughs> um, yeah, it's almost like, yeah, you can cheat on your wife as long as you close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's one of those things like, well, it's it's found in nature. It's like, yeah, but you're not smoking poison ivy. <laughs> like you're not rubbing yeah. it all over your body. Like, yeah, the Lord gave this to me. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's you uh, so that we have to have wisdom just because it sure. exists in nature. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it's OK to do. I, I personally, as a as a citizen of the United States, don't have an issue with marijuana being legalized. I think a lot of the, uh, you know, the criminalization yeah. of marijuana has contributed to more destruction of family and home than actual marijuana itself. Like people going to jail for 15 years for yeah. having an ounce of marijuana. Yep. Yes. That's, yes. That's ridiculous. I think no, I should, agree. I think it should be decriminalized. I, I agree. Um, but as a Christian, I think you're right. I think it's like, where do you fall within the wisdom of the Holy Spirit? Well, see, let, let, hold on, because there's a spiritual principle there. Mm-hmm. So marijuana is a schedule one drug. Yeah. According to the federal Whatever government, means, yeah. it means it's 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 um, the highest level of controlled substance. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. The same as cocaine it's like or heroin or, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Nuts. Well, so what has that done? Everyone knows that's an unjust law. And so it's created a it's created rebellion because yeah. unjust laws, rules create rebellion. And that's why you now have all this Delta A, this yeah, other mom. stuff going on because people <laughs> pe- people know that it's not pe- people agree with it when it comes to meth and when it comes to you know heroin stuff like that but but they they realize that, that, that marijuana is a little different and so and so they they, they find a way around it yeah. right yeah. rules breed rebellion mm-hmm. every time yeah especially unjust rules so but for for Christians this is similar to alcohol right now does the Bible mention weed of course not um no it calls it the holy zaw. <laughs> Dude, no. how do you think, what do you think the burning bush was, man? Bro. <laughs> You're crazy. The burning what do you bush. think the Mount of Transfiguration was, my guy? Well, I have heard weed called Aunt Mary. Aunt Mary. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's the Mary in the Bible, though. No, no. Um, yeah, so, so look, it's the same as with alcohol. Alcohol can, if you sip wine, if you drink wine in moderation, um, you aren't drunk, but drunkenness is clearly prohibited in scripture, right? Yeah. I don't know, like I you know, was smoke. I haven't, I've never smoked weed, so yeah. I don't know, I'm but sure. I haven't, no, but he can't, uh, it turns him green. I'm sure it would It'd probably make me <laughs> sick, but I don't think you can smoke in moderation. It's my understanding. Yeah, like I, you can't, I think what we're up against, and this is fair, this is an opinion. I'm not a marijuana expert or am I, or am um, I, <laughs> but you know, the marijuana dude, the weed that kids are smoking right now is well beyond what you had available yep. to you, even in high, in my high school, you know, it was 10, 12 years ago. Like, I think you could get moderately, I think you could get a little high. Yeah. 
But now, dude, that stuff these kids are smoking now, like it, 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 they want to get glued to the ceiling. Right, right. Like even the names of it, like raspberry razzle dazzle paralyzation. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to smoke something with paralyzation in it. You know, like Some what in do. the world? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Straw- to- strawberry nightmare. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> So to me, uh, a guiding verse would be like Ephesians 5.18, where uh, the Apostle Paul, he's talking about how you, so he starts out saying, be careful how you live. Don't live like a fool. Live like someone who's wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Uh, Don't act thoughtlessly. And then he ends with, what are you laughing at? Dude, I'm sorry. I just looked up uh, marijuana strand names. (laughs) And it just proves my point. Amnesia haze. Oh gosh, Frisian duck. Yeah, that won't have that won't have any long term memory issues. Acapulco, Acapulco gold. Wow, cat pee. Okay, Panama red. A lot of these have curse words in it. Durban poison. Oh god. Oh Gandalf. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. All these sounds. You shall not pass. Oh, yeah, you shall. Your drug test. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say that. You shall not pass your drug test. Uh, Kim dog. Oh, here we go. Last one. I'm sorry. Crouching tiger, hidden alien. <laughs> what? That's a marijuana strand. Are you kidding me? I would go every nuts. single. I would end up in a home. There is no way I'm smoking something called the hidden tiger, hidden alien, or crouching, crouching tiger. tiger dude, hidden every alien. one of those names was oh come gosh. up by someone who was high. Dude, he saw the alien, man. Gosh, what so, are y'all doing? That so, is demonic. So here is here is our guiding scripture. So just to recap before. All that. I'm getting high just saying the name. <laughs> um, this is where Paul is really, really telling the Ephesians, the Ephesians, hey, wake up, be careful how you live. And he says, don't be drunk with wine, verse 18. Um, the, the New King James says this is dissipation. Other translations say it's excess. Um, the New Living Translation says that will ruin your life. So this is interesting. I just discovered this. I've never heard this before. If you go back to the Greek, you can do this in any uh, Bible dictionary lexicon, and you look up um, Ephesians 5.18, says, don't be drunk with wine because that is blank. That word there, it's a compound word made up of two pieces. One is ah, meaning anti or against. The other is sozo, which is being saved. No joke. Like, check check up on this. So it's ah, sozo. Uh, and it's, it's and it's turned into it's it's not pronounced that way, but it's a compound. They think it's a compound of those two words, and so it it means like abandonment, like unsaving yourself, unsaving yourself, or abandoning your purpose. Yeah, um, or giving up on life. Yeah, um, which would be true in the con- in, in wine. Well, right? and, like yeah. Ab- yeah, people with issues with alcohol just abandoning. They abandon, and and I think that's the same with 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 weed. There is an epidemic. Um, and, and I was listener, if you don't know, I was a youth pastor for several years, um, long time ago. And, um, before the marijuana arrest, no, there was, there was, there was marijuana and I saw there was an unholy, <laughs> which, you may want to like censor that. So Jamie, that. Jamie was not arrested for marijuana. Okay, keep oh, before my marijuana <laughs> yeah, arrest. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear that. Okay. I was trying to talk. I just, I just, saved, your, I just saved your career. It's okay. Keep going. <laughs> no, never been arrested, especially for, I uh, almost ruined for, it and saved it in the same sentence. <laughs> Okay, so what I was saying was, sorry, I wasn't listening to you. Um, 
what I was saying was there is a, an unholy trinity, especially among young men, upper teens, early 20s, of pot, porn, and video games. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying... Video th- games. Video, video games. Video games. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with video games. Play or video games. Pot or porn. Okay. No, those two I have issues with. But these three things work together yeah. to create a failure to launch among young men. Amen. And um, and they feed each other. Yep. Like there's a culture of pot porn and video games. That's, dude, that's that's one of the truest things I've ever heard. Like seriously. And and it, it robs. I've seen so many young men with a lot of potential, a lot of promise. They get in that culture, mm-hmm. and then next thing you know, they're in their upper twenties, and they have nothing to show for it's it. It's like a stinking treble hook for the soul. It really if you is. Can get them <laughs> off of one, you still got to fight off the other two. Exactly. And mm. and they just kind of go together, and so. So, yeah, I don't see, again, what does the Bible say? All things may be lawful for me. Like if someone were to smoke weed, does that send you to hell? Of course not. What sends you to hell is a lack of relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Okay. But, but is it, is it helpful? All things are are lawful for me. Are all things helpful or profitable? And so weed is not in any way, shape or form. It just, it does not make you a better person. It doesn't help you become who God's calling you to be. You're not going to go smoke a joint and lay hands on the sick and see him get healed. This guy's but never smoked weed before. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I 100% agree with you. I want to, I want to soften the blow a little bit. I, I think marijuana in a way has, has served a lot of medicinal purposes for people. Yes. Now I you will know? say, yeah, that's a good point. I um, will say I, I am 100% in favor of medical marijuana. Yeah. Like people that, that want to forego, uh, opiates and pain yes. pills. Yes. Um, people, you know, that have struggled with chronic pain, chronic pain, uh, PTSD. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think marijuana, marijuana is the people that are like, Hey, you want to solve your anxiety, smoke weed. That's definitely not true. You're right. Uh, it'll probably you have a 50 50 shot of uh, freaking out paranoid on your roof. Um, but I think, I, th- I mean, I think like all things, like the Lord created, I think d- things do have a purpose. And I don't think God would have created this thing uh, with a purposelessness, you know, like without purpose. And so I think it really does serve a, a medical purpose. So I don't want to like heap condemnation on no, people I agree. that are. You know, using it, you're like you're not less Christian if you're using it for a, a medical purpose, right? But 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 you can you can anyone can abuse any kind of medication. Sure, it's the difference between um, using a medication as entertainment, yeah, versus using a medication because you're in pain for your yeah as a medication, exactly. right? Right, and yeah. so so that's that's um uh, what, that's why they call it recreational use. Okay, right, and that's where I think that crosses a line instead of medicinal. Recreational use crosses a line where, like, what does the rest of that verse say? It says, "Don't be drunk with wine, which is a sozo or, yeah. or giving up on life, or prodigal living, or excess, or what you know." But instead, be what? Be filled with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and and so that means that not only pot, but anything else like that, alcohol, any kind of drunkenness, inebriation, it is a poor substitute for fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And he, and he continues, and, and some of my more conservative uh, friends won't like this, but he conservatives, uh, conservative, he says this, so don't be drunk with wine, 
uh, that'll ruin your life. This is the NLT. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, making music to the Lord in your hearts. Mm-hmm. You ever seen a drunk dude just like singing? Yeah. And, and acting the fool? <laughs> Sing us a song. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, I mean, that's that we are supposed to be joyful, peaceful, happy people. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's being filled with the whole there's an intoxication mm-hmm. that comes with being filled with the Holy Spirit. What what did they say about in Acts two when Pentecost. the believers were filled with the Holy Spirit? They said, Oh, they're just they're drunk. drunk. Yeah. The reason they said that is because they were acting they were, drunk. They were filled with the Holy Spirit, yeah. They were acting intoxicated. And there is an aspect of of closeness and nearness with the Holy Spirit that creates this vibe, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I, I, I would caution, I do think there's medicinal purposes, but recreational use, I think you are substituting the Lord for something less. Yeah, no, that's really good. So before we, we close this down, I want, Jamie, give me your best marijuana strain name. Bozo Calypso times nine. Yeah, let's go. Mine's a mine's That's a, another Gungor song too. Mine's Bigfoot Toe Jam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sermonauts. We want to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. <laughs> what? Uh, I was pointing to you to you say just, something. Uh, yeah, love you guys. Fail. Wow, that was a fail. I'll we'll have to edit that out. Or maybe you not. Think we're 13 episodes in. You'd think we'd be able to end the... All right, don't edit this. All right. Thank you for listening to... Not, not the, the Sermon. sermon. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a production of Victory Fellowship Church in Thomasville, Georgia. Eric and Jamie can be reached at emailing notthesermon at gmail.com. Father to the fatherland, defender of the little kids, gracious and compassionate.